Hey, how we doing? Good evening, man. Um, shoot, it's what? It's 10 o'clock over here. So, yeah, good evening. Um, this is Mike Clark, Kill Procrastination, man. Coming coming back to you guys uh, with another one. Um, got an, got some new artwork, man. Um, I just got done. I got back from like a, I think she's 14 years old, 14, 15. Tell me, you, you guys let me know if you like it or not. But, man, it's dope, man. I really like it. It's really cool, real humble, man. Um, I'd rather spend my money with somebody local, you know what I'm saying? So I could have went on a couple platforms, got something created. But, you know, this is how we motivate each other. Find somebody you can put some money into, all right? You know, if you're the older cousin, older brother, a younger sibling, you got some money, you already can use a service, but you know somebody else may have the talent to do it themselves. Amen. Put the money in their pocket, you know, spark some, you know, entrepreneurship in somebody today. Um, but moving forward, man, uh, just like the intro said, man, um, I was getting ready to close on a property in a week. I mean, I spoke briefly about it on my last episode, um, the, the hiccup that I got going on. And I don't know if it's just me, but I think what's going on now, man, it's, it's been standard at this point because the property about before this one same issue man it's like you hear nothing during the entire time you're on contract with the property until that that last week everything's like a do or die situation now people are trying to back out people are trying to ask for more money they're trying to do you know they're trying to call people bluffs and it's just it's crazy man but it gets really crazy towards the end and this deal was no different um you know, I, I told you guys about these stopple and, and, and needing that. And I know some people who are seasoned vets wouldn't even want any stopple. They wouldn't even need what, what I'm asking for. And I understand that, man. But you understand my point of view is one, you know, I'm a brand new, you know, investor. I'm not seasoned at all. I mean, I'm still going through it. I'm still learning things every day. Um, the other thing is I'm out of I'm out of state. I'm in you know I'm in Texas. You know the property's in Indiana. You know so that's another thing that's on me. And then the last thing that's on me is COVID. Man, that's right now we don't know how to act with that. So that's my reasoning of wanting to estoppel, wanting to make sure I have it inspected properly, and making sure I have the proper appraisal for it. So I mean, if you have all of those. You can now make a decision and say, okay, I'm ready to move on. I can do what I got to do. But, you know, I was ready to do that, man. Until we got to this last document that, you know, the seller just refused to do. Um, it came to find out there's some emotions going on between the, the owner and the renters, which I don't get. You know, I'm a party looking looking into this situation. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I have no emotional attachment to it so you know i told my realtor hey, i'm good man i'm done he actually gave me a call today and said oh well the seller now they, they want to figure out how we can make this work i said look man i'm good you know i'm not attached to the property and that's what i suggest anyone who who wants to step into this game man don't be attached to anything man yeah you might have spent a little money to do your due diligence but if things don't go well hey man i'd rather lose that money than get caught up with a, a tenant that's you know disgruntled or or some pending lawsuit or you know 
you know, I, I think of all the negatives first before I think of the positives. So I just, I just, I just had to back out, man. You know, I got to go with my gut feeling. And this is the second deal I've backed out because of my gut. And it's getting a little expensive, you know. So I don't know about my gut right now, but it's getting expensive. But, you know, it was just, it sucks, man. I got to lick my wounds, man, and, and, and start over and start this process again. Um, but it's not going to stop me from doing what I have to do, man. Like, I'm not procrastinating. I've already been under two contracts. I've looked at many different properties. So I'm, I'm putting the time in, you know. And, and when I find that deal, I, I'll know it, you know, because I've learned a lot, a lot. And every, like I said, everything that I'm learning, I'm, of course, passing you guys. So if you feel like you can do something a little better, you feel like if it was if you were in my shoes, you would have did this or that. Then hey, man, more power to you. But, you know, from my lens, from, you know, my train of thought and what I'm thinking about, I just I just couldn't do it, man. So I, I have no problem backing out of a deal. You know, I, I'll call you a bluff. I, I knew I knew they wanted to sell the property, but I was like, look, man, I ain't got time to play with these people. I ain't got time to play with them. You know, I'm not feeling anybody else drain my emotions. So that's all for that part, man. Um moving forward I'm going to be going ahead and looking at more mobile homes if you guys don't know about that man that's really a cash cow at this point you know if you if you I, I know when people say mobile homes or, or trailer or trailers you know we get we get to the point like man that's dirty it's, it's this it's that it, you know it got this stigma behind that name but understand man there's some real nice communities that are mobile home parks you know and for an investor it is a cash cow at this point, depending on, on, on where you find it at. Find an actual, you know, trailer or mobile home. Um, you can find something for five grand, three grand, but you're going to do extensive rehab. But when I say extensive, like if you take the average rehab you have to do with the house that's tore up, you might have to put 40, 50,000 into it. You know, some renovations are 100, 200,000, depending on how, how you want to make it. But with a mobile home, man, you could put five, six grand into it, get it up, get someone moved into it, and you're all in it for it for $9,000. you have already made your money back after like month nine, you know what I'm saying? Or, or a year, depending on, on you know what you're getting. But I'm definitely going to look back into the mobile home game, try to get myself in there. If I can, you know, get a couple of those or at least one by the end of the year, that'd be great. If not... I'll get some uh, beginning of the next year. And, you know, with COVID going on right now, I know our uh, in Texas, at least in El Paso, we're going to be on a two-week shutdown at this point. They don't want you leaving for any reason because things are getting crazy, man. People aren't listening. They're doing what they want to do. So we got to stay healthy, got to stay safe. So in the meantime, hey, I'll be studying. I'll be uh, viewing properties online and then... Uh, sharpen my tool sharpen my craft and I'll be ready to go man because like I said no matter what's going on around you don't let it stop you from doing what you gotta do I mean in between yeah I failed on that property I've, but I have not let that discourage me from continuing what I wanna do and my goals and so I'm starting school here on the first I'm, I'm very excited about that get that going 
Um, I'm still working on the U-Haul stuff. I should have that done by next week, hopefully. All the trainings. Um, I've I've done enough to continue on hitting my goals because that's what I want this this episode to be about is your goals. You know, today I sat down and you know I broke broke up my goals for next year. A lot of the goals that I have for this year, I hit. Uh, some I didn't hit. One one of the main ones was was my emergency fund. That was the biggest one I wanted to have uh, situated. I needed six to nine months of funds in case anything happens, you know. And now, if you guys don't understand what an emergency fund is, think of it like this, man, because my definition might be a little different than yours. So let me break it down. For an emergency, we're talking about if your car breaks down, we're talking about, you know, if you got a house, your roof uh, needs to be repaired or, you know, you have kids you have to do something for your kids it's, it's like they're they're sick you know for extreme emergencies you know emergency is not buying those new rims it's not buying something because it's on sale right now it's it's to have in case something happens and you, it's always going to be something that's going to happen you know so if you don't have any money saved up if your credit's bad of course i want you to do is 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 get that credit caught up but the first thing you need to do is at least have a thousand dollars in your account offer it put a thousand dollars in your account financially for yourself man because that might not sound like a lot of money but when you're in a bind and you have no money a thousand dollars is a lot because there's a statistic out right now man like I believe it's 60%, 70% of Americans don't even have $1,000 in the bank account. So, you know, how do you plan on handling an emergency? Credit card or family member? But, you know, me personally, I don't like depending on people, man. I don't like asking for money from people. I just I just can't do it, man. I've had a lot of bad experiences from that, seen a lot of bad experience, uh, you know, things from that. And it, it doesn't come out well, man, so... Like I said, once you hit that thousand um, dollars, now you you're working to six to nine months. You're adding up all of your bills, all your expenses, and then you you know multiply that by six to twelve months, and then that'll give you what you need to have. And um, that's the only goal I didn't get. I came close, but uh, I was I I just dropped the ball on that. So I'm gonna clean that up. Um, the other thing I was able to do this year was I started my investments, um, my IRA. I did a Roth IRA. Um, I started that. What else did I do? We moved a couple of times. That was that was part of my goal. So, yeah, man, I, I've definitely hit a lot of my goals. And so, moving forward for next year, I feel like let's not wait until you know the new year. Say new year, new me, man. Let's get off of that. Let's start right now. So, if you're in that couch right now, if you know, you're just chilling and, and, and you play, you're just doing whatever you want to do, man. Look, start today. Don't say, hey, I'll start tomorrow or the day after. Um, because for what? You know, tomorrow's not promised to us. It's not a guarantee. So just just get started, man, and make sure you can, you can do what you have to do to set yourself up because you're not going to be young forever. You know, a lot of my listeners are here. Uh, you guys are younger than me. So I want to let you know, man, time goes by quick. Like It's like a blink of an eye, man. Boom, you're 30. Boom, you're 40. Boom, you're 50. It's, it's quick, man. So 
you know, sacrifice that time to get yourself organized and complete what you have to complete. You know, one of the biggest things I also wanted to accomplish this year was starting my own business, which I did with the notary. Um, I also started with my um, with the real estate. Um, I've already started with the uh, the U-Haul. So, I mean, like I said, the businesses are is the biggest things I want to hit because if you guys look at uh, what Robert Key uh, Robert Kiyosaki, man, look him up, Rich Dad Poor Dad. He's the author of that. Um, that's the biggest thing, man. He has this. Um, philosophy about employees, big businesses, self-employment, and an investor, and he shows that, you know, and, and he shows that how an employee, you know, doesn't can't really do or go as far as they want to go as strictly being an employee, and how you should be self-employed, and how um, you know you get tax breaks for certain things. So you have to stay motivated and continue to want to learn. And pick things up, man. Because we get so content on what we're doing. You know, we wake up, you know, first off, you've already bought a house or you've, you, you're you in an apartment. You got a brand new car. You got all these things. Because you know what? I say because I've done it. And when you do these things, you have to go to work and you have no time off. You don't want to take time off and because you have to pay these bills. And in his book, he calls it the rat race. Why is it the rat race? Because you have to continuously do something over and over and over. And you can't stop. You can't get off the wheel. You know, you know how that rat's running on that wheel. You know, you always see that in a, in a you know, scientist lab or something. Yeah, man, you, you can't do it. You can't take the break if you wanted to. Because you have all of these expenses. But the moment you understand that you have to start putting money in your pocket... And, and find how income can, can come to you while you're asleep. Now you're living life, man. You know, wake up in the morning, you got an extra thousand dollars, you didn't do nothing to get it. You know, it, it's it's a beautiful thing. And I, I really do see a lot of people waking up from it, but we still have a lot of big spenders, man. Once again, uh, you see with this COVID going on, man, a lot of people file unemployment. You have a lot of people scamming the COVID uh you know, those loans they're giving people, it's, there's a lot of stuff that's going on right now, man, that's, that's scary, and me personally, I'm glad I got my finances together prior to this happening, so it didn't hit me as hard, but, you know, I, I of course, I know people who, who's been hit really, really hard, man, like, they've lost their job, they lost this, you know, um, they can't pay their bills, they can't pay their mortgage, can't pay their car loan, like, bro, if I was in that situation, man, I wouldn't know what to do at this point, you know. And, and what's going to come out of this is bankruptcy for a lot of families. And, you know, that's going to take a lot of buying power away from you moving forward because now you can't invest in, in homes. You can't invest a lot of things because you can't get the loans to, to, to you know, push yourself forward. So, man... If you do nothing today, understand that you need to take a piece of paper, write down every expense you have, and say, what can I cut out of my life right now? This is if you got like drastic bills right now. If you don't know where to start, that's where you start. Pull your bank account. I guarantee if you look through that right now, you're going to see that you spent about $500 going out to eat. You know what I'm saying? You spent 
this much money going up. Man, come on. So once again, we talk about finance. We we we, we coming off the off the topic, but the main topic I want to get to you guys is goals. All right. So I broke my goals into like four different pillars. Um, I did money goals. I did career goals. I did education goals. Then I also did a business goal. And in there, I'm going to make smaller, um, you know, goals that go to that that pillar, bigger goals that go to that pillar. And then I'm going to break it down because, you know, you can make a goal like, hey, I want to lose weight. But if you're not specific, you're, you're not going to get anywhere, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to run more. So that's what I did today. I got this from David DeGoggins, but I only did it for four hours. But I heard a story where he ran every hour on the hour for 24 hours. Man, I did that for four hours. That was So that's four miles. But man, I've never seen an hour <laughs> pass so fast in my life, man. <laughs> so, yeah, so um, definitely, man, now's the time to schedule it because we're coming to the end of the year. And if you're not where you want to be, um, that's the best suggestion I can give you is write down your goals, get them together, figure out what you want to do, um, how do you react this year? You know, what could you have done better? What could have helped you prepare for, you know, what's currently going on right now? And, you know, I know our great, great grandparents, man, they prepare for stuff like this, man. They stored food. They had that bomb shelter. They had, uh, you know, extra cash saved up, gold bars. Like they had all that. They were prepared, you know. But us, we just, we, we get so complacent. Americans, we get a complacent. We just so, I don't know, man, we got first world problems, you know? So we, we've gotten accustomed to a certain thing. And I feel like now at this point, it's all or nothing now. You have to take care of yourself. I don't care who your president's going to be. I don't care. Because at the end of the day, your president not going to do anything for you. They, they're not going to pass. I don't know why people believe they're going to pass out some budget that's going to give you ten, twenty thousand dollars just, just willy nilly, just for no reason. They're going to give you half me. What do you think is going to happen? I mean, you've seen Katrina, you've seen all these other catastrophic events. You've seen all these other things. With come on, man, you are the person that's going to take care of you. Mommy and daddy's not there anymore. The government is not your mommy and daddy. You take care of yourself. That's the best thing I can tell you, man. We got to stop being so, so, let's stop being victims. You know? And I understand that people are in situations, man. I understand it. But if you got arms and legs and you can stand and you, 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 you're smart and intelligent, you know, you can do this. You can do this. You can take care of yourself. You can literally take yourself out of a slump situation and within six months put yourself in a good situation. And within a year, two years, now you're now you're run, off and running, killing the game on a podcast, telling everybody else what to do. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not even there, so I don't want you guys to feel like I'm the one. I'm not even there. I'm still working. But, you know, I know and I found out at an early age, man, I don't, I don't think it is what, you know, the government's not going to do what they, they tell you. And, you know, for a while, I was plugged in for a while, like, believing, you know, big politics was going to help me out or do whatever I got to do, man. And I found out early. Um, I had student loans. I'm like, man, this is crazy. Federal student loans is crazy. 
So, look, man, that's the biggest thing you need to take from this. Start your goals, get it up, get it right. Just get a piece of paper. Man, you got to make it complicated. Just say, for your money, I want $1,000 for my emergency. Every month, I'm going to save, I don't know, $600 a month. You times that by 12. That tells you your ultimate goal you should have by the end of the year. Plus, you're going to have your taxes. You know, you have your tax money. Put your tax money on that. Now you can buy one house. Put somebody in it. Start over. Do it again. You know, take your money. Put it in this investment. Flip it. I know, you know, so there's things you can do. There's opportunities out there. You're going to have to put the work in, unfortunately, because there is no script for this. There's no manual for this. But I believe in you. I know you guys can do it. Um, So, yeah, I just wanted to come to you guys today and let you guys know about goals and how that's very, very important. Definitely in my life, I'm I'm definitely trying to get organized, um, preparing for school. Um, I want to get everything together. I've also learned that no matter how much work you're doing, you have to take the time to listen to people, to your family, to your friends. You know, you got to kind of unplug, especially if you're, in a, if you're in a fast-paced lifestyle. So sometimes just unplug early in the morning. Um, I want to get real heavy with meditation. We'll talk about that more in, in later episodes. But I also want to let you guys know that I got a lot of views, man. I think my best episode right now is on notary. So I think I'm going to take a deep dive into the notary game. I'll come up with a, a, a nice little um, cheat sheet so I can just follow something. Something that'll keep me on track. But Notary Game is where it's at. So I'm going to at least give you guys some respect for that one and, um, and dedicate an entire episode to it. I know the first time I spoke about it, it was real vague. I gave you a little information, but I didn't speak about the NNA. I didn't tell you where you could find these sources at. So I want to do that for you for sure. Um, that's going to be done. And then I also want to speak briefly about Western Governor University and how I think this school will be the future, man. But I'll let you know that if I graduate. But I'm still going to tell you, it's, it's a great it's a great thing. So if you guys are want to go to school and you just going to school for whatever, understand that Western Governors, man, um, this is giving you certification, real-life certification. You can apply to wherever you're going. And then not only that, their competency-based courses where they teach you exactly what you need to know. They're not filling you up with, with, with you know, stupid and endless uh, essays and this and that about just assignments you can get A and B. Like, man, this is like teaching you what you need to know for that particular position you're applying for. All right? So... Anyway, like I said, I think I cheated you guys also on a, on episodes. So I think tomorrow maybe I should give you two episodes. But I'm trying to stay on track. I've been doing it, trying to stay consistent. And I think I have been. So um, I love you guys, man. And I appreciate the new listeners. I appreciate the um, the motivation. I got a lot of people that are, are, are letting me know that they are sharing the podcast. They are, um, you know motivating other people with the podcast like bro I man I appreciate it so much and I'm very humble and I know that I got some listeners on here man they got big boy views and y'all got a lot of followers but for me bro I'm starting from the ground 
zero. I know nothing about social media. I know nothing about this. I'm really to myself, man, to myself. And I don't really rock with a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't do it. I'm, I'm definitely old school in that aspect. But you guys will catch me soon. I'm going to actually start trying to do YouTube and I got to figure out a new way to actually record my podcast and all these different things I'm going to do. I'm going to bring it to you guys. So if you want to do the exact same thing I'm doing, I'm going to let you know what I'm using, my equipment, all that good stuff, man. So y'all stay tuned. Once again, I love y'all. I'm going to keep this short, so I'm going to let y'all go. All right. Make sure you guys follow me on social media, on Facebook, on Instagram, and on Twitter. All right. I love you. Peace.